Welcome to the Ditch Your Diet podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Williams, certified life and weight loss coach. And here on this podcast, we talk all about giving up the struggle with food, weight, and your body. We also ponder that all-important question, why is it that we know what we should be doing, but we don't eat the foods that we know we should? So follow along if you want to tick weight loss off your to-do list for good so that you can focus on the things that really matter in life. Welcome back. This week we are talking all about the difference between losing weight with a diet mentality and losing weight when you're upgrading to a different version of yourself. You're creating a new identity. I feel like this is one of the the biggest teachings in the work that I do with women to help them to reach their forever weight and to release their struggle with food and weight and their body for good. And it really came about because I was having a coaching session with my client today and it was such a fantastic session. So I got her permission to talk about what we were speaking about today, obviously without her personal details in there, so that I can share this with other women because I think this is this is one of the keys that comes up for all of us who have yo-yo dieted for so many years in our life. You know, we've been conditioned and programmed really by society to believe, and actually by the diet industry as well, to believe that diets are the way to lose weight. You know, I think there's, we can really challenge some of these beliefs that it's all just about focusing on different foods and it's all just about focusing on the exercise that we do. It's really, really not, especially for those of us who have patterns around emotional eating and we have patterns um, around struggling with our weight. There's so much more going on in the mind for those of us who struggle with the mindset piece as well. So this morning, my client was saying to me, well, what's the difference between diet mentality, losing weight with diet mentality and doing it without diet mentality? I don't get it. We've been working together for a little while and things have been changing for her. Initially, we saw that her results were happening really quickly. She was losing a couple of pounds a week on average. That's about one kilo a week. Um, she felt like she was very focused, determined. It just felt easy. And then over the summer, things started to change. Um, you know, she was out and about more. She was socializing more. But she also had more um, opportunities to be eating different foods. The things that we call joy eats um, in my community. So it's where we're eating food for pleasure. It's things like chocolate or bread. You don't want to necessarily cut them out forever if you choose not to, but we want to find a way to not feel like we're going to lose control of ourselves around those foods. And because she was going out and about and there were parties and there were family birthdays and things like that, she just had more opportunity to be around those foods. And she found herself um, being more challenged to actually find a way to navigate through those scenarios without actually losing control and finding the resilience within herself to be happy to say no as well. And you can really see that on her weight loss results. You can see that during lockdown, she was super focused. She was doing the joy exercises by herself in the house and it was really easy. And then come summer, we can see a really big change in her weight loss. And um, she, she likes to track things on a graph so you can really see the change. It's going up and down a bit all through the summer. So then because things have fluctuated up a little bit and her brain is starting to tell her there's something wrong 
and she's gone straight back into diet mentality. So this is what we were really coaching around today. She was saying, you know, I feel like I've, I just want to go back and restrict myself, deprive myself. Like this is bad. I was doing so good before. I just want to grip my teeth and white knuckle it. Like, I don't know how I did it before. Why is it so different now? I'm going back into this diet mentality. And she's like, I know that you teach us that you shouldn't go back into diet mentality, but I don't understand how to do it any other way. So to answer that question, what we did was we took a little bit of an exploration and I encouraged her to go through her timeline into the future and go into her future version of herself. And this is the thing that I think is one of the most important things that I end up working with women towards when they're getting to their forever weight. It's really essentially about changing your identity into that version of yourself, becoming the woman who doesn't struggle with her weight, becoming the woman who fuels her body with whole foods that don't cause more blood sugar disruption, they don't cause more overhunger, they don't cause more food cravings, to not be scared of any foods, to be able to take and leave a little bit of chocolate, a bit of bread every now and then, whatever it is that you choose that you want to have for your pleasure foods, to have that every now and then and to know that you can maintain your weight. You don't have to go back on a crash diet because you fluctuated up and you feel like you're losing control again. So we took an exploration into that world where she is that version of herself. And we started out talking about the number, but then really recognizing that, okay, yes, although, you know, we weigh ourselves every day and we do that to really see what's going on in our mind and what we're making that mean about ourselves. We don't want to just focus on that. It's not just about the ultimate number. So then we started talking about, you know, the obvious uh, kind of things around weight. And for her, she's got some medical conditions. She's got some diagnoses she's received from the doctor. So some of the big drivers for her that have even um, kind of encouraged her and, and inspired her to even start this weight loss journey again is that she's had these diagnoses from the doctor, she's on medication, she's really hoping in the future that when she gets to that place where she is her goal weight, she's not going to be monitored anymore by her doctor. Her medication may have even changed, perhaps she's not on any medication anymore. And some of the implications for her particular personal situation is that with these medical conditions, she has to, you know, report in about her condition to keep her driving license. So in the future, she doesn't want to worry about whether or not she's going to have her driver's license taken away from her because of her health. She wants to drive with freedom. So that's really, really important to her that, you know, she's not having to go to the doctor. She's not being monitored. She's not on medication, hopefully. She's driving with freedom and not worried about losing her license. And she's doing more physically. She's feeling like her joints are better. You know, her knees have improved. She's got that strength within her muscle because she's carrying less weight. She's more active. She's doing yoga. She's doing meditation. She's moving really well. So she feels great in her body. So that was great because we started out with the number and then we explored more around what does her health look like once she's at that number. But that's not the end of it because that's just one section. If you've ever come across the uh, life wheel tool, that's just one of eight sections when it comes to our whole life that we're looking at. So when we're looking at essentially upgrading to a future version of ourselves and a completely 
different kind of upgrade of ourselves. If you want to think of it like software in a way, it's like we're upgrading to version 2.0 or something, you know, it's not just about the health and well-being. So then we started talking about what else was going on. What's family like? What's work like? So she's an artist. So a lot of her work right now is all about producing artwork. And so she wants to be in a place where she's got more creative flow, that she's feeling lighter, able to express herself authentically, and that that will come through in all of the art that she produces. She wants to feel relaxed and confident in her artwork. So she knows that there's a studio opening coming up next year. And she hasn't felt as confident to actually show her work. She'd love to work towards showing her work. She'd love to even sell some work. So she was talking about, you know, if she had that confidence and she felt like her artwork was really, you know, really authentic. She was really on it. She was, you know, she was in the flow, producing great art. She'd have the confidence to go out there and show her work in open studios and she might even sell some artwork. So then she's going to have a new income stream. She's going to have more abundance coming in. So she's going to feel less limited financially as well. And then we were talking about how she would be dressing as well. And because she's a very creative person, she was talking about how she'd just love to have freedom to go to the shops and to pick out any clothes that have beautiful designs that are really well cut. They're made with really high quality fabric. They've got beautiful prints, beautiful colors. And I don't think that's necessarily something that is wrong with her body in terms of the size that it's in now. It's really a sad reflection of the market. This is my own personal rant that's just a side note, by the way. And maybe you'll agree with me, maybe you won't. But I think it's a a really sad state of affairs where I, I guess it seems to me that you get to kind of like a size 18 here in the UK. And it's like, you're, you're very limited after that in terms of your choice. When you start getting up into 20, 22, 24, it's like everything becomes a bit baggy. It's dark. It feels a bit frumpy and loose and it's just like it's covering you up, you know? So she wants to get to a place where she's able to access any of those clothes. She can go into a shop and just be like, oh, I love that. I love the color of that. The fabric's beautiful. I can wear that. So she'd love to be able to express herself in the way she dresses uh, more authentically as well. And unfortunately, I guess because of the market at the moment, that means having a slightly different body size or maybe making her own clothes. So we can see that she's going to be in a very different place, the place that she wants to get to in the future. And then we started exploring the feelings because this is all the stuff that's going on outside, the stuff that she's doing. So we started talking about how does this version of you feel? What kind of feelings do you have going on inside? What kind of emotions? She's like, oh, I just feel good. I feel feel freedom. I feel excitement. I'm lighter in my spirit. I'm more optimistic. I feel more confidence, more confidence in myself, more confidence in my work. So she really wants to get to that place where she's feeling all of this lightness, all of this confidence which is great. So we have a really rich picture of where she's going to. It's not just about she wants to get to X number on the scale. And I'd suggest it's probably not, you know, a goal for any of us to just get to a certain number on the scale. There's probably lots of other things attached to that. There's probably a version of you in the future that looks a little bit like this. You know, she's maybe got a slightly different Um, family situation, a slightly different work situation, a slightly different money situation. She's got a different way of dressing. 
So we started to get this really rich picture. And from that, we, and we're starting to talk about the art and selling art, then she realized, well, actually, you know what? What I've really enjoyed recently is forming new connections, getting that human connection back in really after lockdown, you know, after being locked away um, in lockdown, she really recognized how much she is valuing community and human connection. So she's been really fostering new relationships locally and really getting to know some new people. So then we could see actually, it's almost like she's got two really big things in her future that she really wants to focus on. She wants to be doing more art and selling it. And she wants to be fostering relationships and community. She really wants to have that human connection and to be around a lot of people and to have great relationships. So it's becoming so much more clear. And so then I asked, well, what's the name of this person in the future? And obviously I'm not going to share her name here on publicly on the podcast because this is a confidential um, uh, kind of session. Let's just call her Priya. So she couldn't think of a name right on the spot, which is fair enough. It's kind of hard. And I said, well, let's just play with the words then. You know, what if I just call her colourful and confident Priya? How does that sound? So we just used that name. It's probably going to change over time. You know, we're going to flesh this out more and more and we're going to get her working towards really embodying colourful and confident Priya. But it just gave us a kind of hook to kind of see what this person looks like. It's almost personifying what we're starting to, to write down here. It's, it's a bit like a written vision board. And, and with that new name, and um, it's just giving it that direction. It's like, right, how do we step into colourful and confident Priya? You know, what can you do every day? And this is really what we're moving towards because it's an identity shift. We're actually creating a new version of ourselves through all of this work. So then we started exploring, well, how does colorful and confident Priya feel around food? What does she do every day around food? And so we realized that colorful and confident Priya is eating when she's physically hungry. She's not eating to suppress her emotions. She's not uh, trying to avoid anything in her life through food. She is eating food for fuel and sometimes she's eating food for joy. She is not scared and worried about losing control around bread and losing control around sugar. She's able to eat some of those foods for joy occasionally and then go straight back to her whole foods and fuel her body and give her body all of the things that it needs to nourish itself and to have that flourishing health that she so very wants. And so then we could say, right, so colourful and confident Priya, we know what her life looks like now. She, we know how she feels. We also know how she acts. And on a day-to-day -day basis then, I, my challenge and my invitation to her was, let's bring colourful and confident Priya into everyday life. So what we can do then is say, when you wake up in the morning, what does is, what is colourful and confident Priya do? How does she eat? How is she around food today? You know, what is, what is she doing if she's offered a piece of cake? What is she doing if she's offered a glass of wine? Does she take it? Does she say no? Totally up to you, but let's channel that future version of yourself and start living as her today. Because once you start becoming this future version of you inside yourself, 
It's only a matter of time before the outside starts to align, before you actually get to that goal weight because you're eating and behaving and moving just like this future version of yourself. And you're really focused on all of those areas in your life. So if you're like my client today, who's stepping towards colorful and confident Priya, she's going to be focusing on her art. She's going to be focusing on relationships. These are the two big areas that she really wants to focus on. So all of this obsession around food and diet and mentality and the number on the scale can all be freed up. All of that mental space can be freed up in order to actually channel and create future her colorful and confident Priya today in this body. So I think that's the answer. That's the difference between losing weight through diet mentality and losing weight by stepping into a new version of yourself. I almost feel like I take women through a journey where you get to a point where you're on a crossroad. If you can imagine that, like you're walking down a path and you you come to a fork in the path and you could go left or you could go right. One path takes you back down diet mentality. The other path takes you down towards the future version of yourself and at the end of that path is the future version of you and so in my client's case here if she takes a path to the right for instance that path will take her towards colorful and confident Priya if she takes the path on the left and she starts gritting her teeth and white knuckling it feeling bad about the number on the scales and thinking that she's got to change things to make it work again, she's going back into diet mentality. And I believe diet mentality is a stealer of dreams because diet mentality is where we end up obsessing about food and what's gone wrong. We start looking for things outside of ourselves instead of what fixing what's going on in our brain and reprogramming and repatterning all of those habits that keep us stuck, that keep us yo-yoing. Diet mentality really takes us to a place where we we feel ashamed by our body, we judge our body, we try and fix it through doing things that usually we don't really want to do, usually we don't really want to eat like that. So we make ourselves do something with the supposed kind of prize at the other side being that you get to the smaller body but the problem is if you've shamed yourself and you've blamed yourself and you've judged yourself on the way to becoming that smaller version of yourself and you've restricted and you feel deprived and you haven't changed any of your patterns around the foods that you're eating, the problem is that if we take that that path to the left and we go down that path of diet mentality again, yes, we may get to the number, the same number that's on the other path at the other future version of you, but you're in a smaller body and you're feeling blamed and you're feeling shamed and you're feeling deprived and you're feeling restricted. You haven't reprogrammed anything around the foods that you eat emotionally. You may still be stress eating or you may still be wanting to emotionally overeat. So the only way to stay at that smaller body size is to white knuckle it, is to keep going with the willpower because you've still got the cravings and you haven't worked out how you deal with them in a way that doesn't mean that you eat all the food. And many women, when they get to this state, and I've had it for myself as well, we get to that body size, we've slimmed using a certain diet, and we become terrified of being around certain foods because we don't know how to be around them. We think we're gonna lose control. So we avoid all of the situations where sugar's there or chocolate's there or wine is there. This sometimes actually manifests as women 
even avoiding and hiding from social situations so that they don't have to be faced with those foods. So you get to choose which way you lose weight. And this is how I was presenting it to my client today. I said, you can take the path that takes you down towards colorful and confident Priya, where she's actually worked her way through working out how she changes her eating patterns, how she actually eats to maintain her weight, how she gets to her forever weight and stays there and releases all the mind drama and frees up the mental energy so she's focused on her art and her community rather than the diet mentality where she's feeling shamed, blamed, restricted and she's still wanting to emotionally overeat and she risks putting it all back on again and going back into the cycle of diet mentality. So that's what I've got for you today and if you feel inspired by this, then I encourage you to listen back and ask, how can, I, how can I figure out what my future version of myself looks like? You might want to have a look at all the different areas of your life. It's not just about health and well-being. So when you get to that future version of yourself, you might want to ask, what does your money look like? What does your work look like? What does your family look like? What does it look like in your community section of your life wheel? You know, how, how are your romantic relationships? all of the different and important areas for you. You can make up your own headings and do some journaling and really elicit what does it look like to be that future version of yourself. And then ask yourself, how does she behave around food? How does she eat? What does she do when she's presented with different situations? She goes to a wedding, she's given a piece of uh, chocolate cake or she's given a glass of wine. What does she do? And start living from your future self today. Bring the future version of yourself into this version of you today and start the upgrade. Okay, so I hope you found that helpful. I'd love to hear from you if you've got any questions. Um, you can find me on social media if you're listening to this on any of the podcast apps. All of the links are below in the show notes and I would love to hear from you. Have a lovely week and I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, then I invite you to check out my five steps to stop overeating training. You can go to my website, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash five steps, and that's the number five then steps, and you can sign up for this five-day series. So in this series, I'm going to guide you step-by-step through a process so that you can create a foundation to put in place to break that pattern of overeating and start losing weight for the last time. So if you would like to go deeper with everything we talk about on this podcast, then this is the first step. You can go to my website, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash five steps to access the training. And that is spelled K-E-R-I-D-Williams.com. I look forward to seeing you on the training.